The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, we're going to take a breather from the blockades, from the protests for a little bit. We'll keep you updated as things are happening. But it is that time of the month for another edition of Fit After 40. It's Grand Fedora. Checking the politics at the door. Checking the politics. at. Well, we always do that for the most <laughs> yeah. part, right? Well, hey, we there do. Shouldn't be, there shouldn't be politics and health, but there is. But, yeah, uh, we have some great conversations in the commercial breaks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, you wanted to talk. First off, nice to see you. Oh, good to um, see you. It's warming up out there. Oh, finally. Yeah. yeah. I wish it wasn't too bad. It was only a couple of days, but yeah. uh, you wanted to talk about broken ankles today. That's, tis the season. Really? Tis the season, yeah, because, you know, if you think back, about the time anybody listening to this might have broken their ankle, mm. uh, they'd be about coming out of the cast around now so <laughs> so you know we say winter brings on certain things yeah. and spring brings on the casts coming off and so I, I don't know if we're into spring yet but certainly those people who've suffered broken ankles are going to be coming out of casts so, so Grant here's the thing I, you know I had a, a friend of mine who um, hurt their ankle really bad not too long ago playing indoor tennis ball soccer or something silly like that yeah, yeah. now it wasn't broken but it was like like a snap or whatever that is. What is yeah. the differences between, you know? Yeah, so lots can happen. And even a broken ankle can mean a lot of different things. So okay. it can mean a broken ankle can be something as simple as a non-displaced fracture. So anytime you hear the word fracture, I get this all the time. If you hear the word fracture, it's broken. Okay. It's just amount. It's the amount it's broken. So if you've fractured it, it's non-displaced. You'll hear words like hairline fracture. Mm-hmm. Those are ones where it's kind of like a crack. But it's still a fracture. It's still broken. So through certain bones, like the fibula, the, that's the outside bone of the ankle. If you have a, a non-displaced fracture of the fibula on the outside of the ankle, it's a non-weight-bearing bone. Interesting. I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but in the grand scheme of things, you'll see somebody coming out in a walking cast right away. They aren't casted. They're not necessarily even put on crutches. And those ones have a really great resolution. Now you could have something the exact. You could have something such a significant fracture where you ba- break both of the bones of the mm. fibula and the tibia. Now we're talking serious because the tibia is a weight-bearing bone. Often those are displaced. If they're displaced a certain amount and they can't reduce it, reducing it, by the way, if you're listening, means they do their best to try to get it to be in anatomical position, in the best position possible. So they do things like add traction Uh and they uh they do this and then they x-ray it. If they can't get it to reduce, then you might need surgery to, uh, and that's usually pins and plates. And now we're talking about a totally different recovery. Okay. What about all those little bones in the ankle as well? Yeah. So it's not like the wrist. So the, the ankle is made up of really, it's the two major bones, which are the tibia and the fibula. And that's the end of those bones have those, you know, those points that stick out on either side. That's part of those bones. We call them the malleolus. So you've got the medial, the inside, and the outside malleolus. And then they sit on on top of an important bone called the talus. And and that's really the whole structure. Okay. Okay. And they move in many directions. And then underneath that begins the foot. And so your your heel bone, which is your calcaneus, and then other little bones in your foot. Okay. So those I don't necessarily call those. Okay. You know, those, that would be a fracture in the foot. And that's another different, that's another whole different story. Okay. Depending on which one you break. Little bones in the foot, they typically they can heal really nicely. It depends on which one you break. Yeah, because those little bones in the wrist can be a real problem. They can, especially the scaphoid. That's yeah, right. You got it. Okay, but we're talking. So we're talking ankles. So. Um 
fractured <laughs> again. There's yeah, so much here. Absolutely. So um, with that, you said someone could just come out with a with a walking cast on. Yep. It could be uh, as bad as needing as, surgery, as, as as major surgery. Yep. Um, that is all dependent, I guess. You know, you go in there, whatever it is, you, the X-rays, and then you move from there. The recovery right. from those. Yeah. So so first thing is, how do you know? Yeah. Right. How do you know you didn't just sprain it really bad? Um, and and the answer is, the, there's a few things we look for. Can you weight bear on it? Mm. You know, if you if you roll the ankle, you can end up. There's something also called an avulsion fracture, and that's when you the ligament tears so significantly it pulls a piece of the bone away with mm. it, and that's also a bit of a different recovery. But if you can't weight bear on it. If you have such severe tenderness along the outside or along the bone itself, like you can't even touch it. It feels, it's not like ouch, it's like lightning ouch. Okay. Then you've got a pretty good indication that's something that you want to get in and see. You know, your family family doctor is going to be able to do an x-ray and be able to help you with that. If it's so significant that you think things are pointing in the wrong direction, that's obviously a trip to the eMERGE. Um, our job when you come to see us is to help to rule that in or out. So if you're obviously walking through the door, we have a good idea of whether it's going to need to be x-rayed or not. I've heard people say that sometimes sprains can be worse than breaks. Is that true? Sometimes. uh, You would think that, you know, uh, they don't occur in isolation. So the saying is a little bit of a misnomer because if you do something significant enough to fracture the ankle, you've probably done some soft tissue damage as well. That being said, if you do a really severe ankle sprain where you tear, you know, a, a group of the ligaments and uh, you know the bones intact. That can be a long recovery. When you when you fracture an ankle, like like I said, and it's that fibula, and it's one of the more, uh, I they're all significant. There's no such thing as an insignificant one, but less of a severe injury, then, you know, you, you're in a walking cast. Six weeks later, you come out of it. If range of motion is good, it's all about strengthening and mobility. And if that's coming around, your your recovery is going to be pretty pretty standard. If you've torn a bunch of those ligaments, yeah, yeah. one of the things that occurs, one of the most common things that occurs is stability. You lose that. You don't have those ligaments holding the way that they were supposed to. And therefore, you've got more motion in the joint than you want. And now you're relying on really only two of our our systems to maintain that stability. You don't have the structure anymore as well. So you've got to rely on your balance or proprioception and strength. And can you build that um, the, the, the strength in those ligaments back up? Or are you always going to have some sort of wonky ankle from that? Yeah, with a severe ankle ligamentous sprain where it's ruptured, they can scar down. They often also remain, there also often remains an instability there. And so the goal is is to make the other two systems take up the slack. So, pardon the pun. <laughs> they, they're going to work twice as hard. They've got, we've got to train them. So, we've got to turn you into Anklezilla and really get it strong around there and the rest of the leg as well. You know, the, the, the thing that often gets missed is, yes, you've sprained or you've fractured your ankle, but the whole leg's affected. If you're in a walking boot, there's a few things that will occur. It changes your gait pattern. Sure. Uh, your, the rest of your leg gets a little bit weaker. It is nice that you're in a walking boot because what used to happen with these things is... Uh, you know, and this is used to, this is when I graduated, I'm now getting up there, but 20 years ago, you were, a lot of times they were put in a cast and non-weight bearing for six weeks. And the side effects of that are astronomical. I mean, now you've got a whole leg that hasn't put weight on the ground for a period of time. Person hasn't even been walking nearly even close to properly. So that retraining was a lot longer. Now when people are in walking casts, it's a little quicker. How does, do do walking casts or or casts, um, honestly, I've never been in one, so I think knock on wood. Yeah. Um, 
Um, does that impact like your hips and yeah. your back as yeah. well? Is it could it be like a whole alignment thing? Yeah. So the the aircast it looks like a boot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're called Rojo boots, and uh, what essentially does is it does definitely lift your lift your heel off and your whole foot actually off of the ground a good inch. I mean, and it's it's not a small amount, so that can play a role with problems in the hip and in the lower back and knee even. So we certainly do try to address. I like when patient when patients are wearing a shoe on the other side, even around the house, because it takes some of that uh, difference in height away. So I do recommend people who have a walking cast, if you're one of those people listening, wear a shoe around the house on the other side. It'll help to offset that. All right, let's take a break here. It is Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. If you have a question, now is your time. I've said this yesterday that it don't wait to the last minute. 780-496-0063. Text me. Uh, we'll get to the questions, but we'll find out some of those treatment options when we come back. How do we deal with uh, with a fractured ankle? How do we deal with a broken ankle? I mean, the importance of physiotherapy after something like this is huge, and I bet a lot of you just poo-poo it and say, ah, I'll be fine. It's feeling okay. It'll get better on its own. Grant Fedoric, Leading Edge Physiotherapy in studio with me. We're talking about broken ankles. Um, You're talking, and I said, well, so when you have to uh, strengthen um, your ankle after breaking it, fracture or full break, whatever it is. And I'm like, what is that, the ligaments? You know, no, there's all sorts of muscles. I forgot yeah. all the muscles come right into there. Right, yeah. The ligaments attach bone to bone and they okay. have no contractile. They don't, they, they're passive stability. So they, they're inert. They don't really actively do anything. They maintain a structure. Um, the muscles are what are dynamic. Those, that's your dynamic stability around an ankle. It's what moves us, are the muscles, and it's what provides us our stability that's the thing that we can control, mm. really. And uh, so, yes, you betcha, the calf muscle is a good example. That muscle travels all the way down the back of the heel and attaches at the back of the heel. Tibialis anterior, your shin muscles, those muscles in the front. You, if you've had shin splints, you know. guess what they do? They actually actively move your foot up towards you. So if oh. you're lifting your toes towards you, that's one of the muscles that does it. You've got muscles on the side called the perineals and muscles on the inside called the tibialis posterior. There's more. This isn't, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the whole segment I'd chew up just talking <laughs> about the muscles. But each one of they play a role. They all play a role in moving us in different directions. And in, as important as moving us, also providing stability even for something like just standing still or little movements like stepping off of a crack. So people with instability or weakness around there and lack of what we call proprioception, they literally can have such such a dysfunction that they'll step on a crack and roll their ankle over mm. because their their body doesn't have that strength, but it also doesn't have what's called proprioception. So your body doesn't even know that it's starting to roll and it's already too it's late. Done. The rest of us have that intact system. We can step off of it. And how many times have we done it? You catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our body at doing it on its own. It's a, it, It's got that system working just fine. So how do you get that range of motion back after being in a cast? How do you strengthen that back yeah, up? So when you're in a cast for a little while, something happens, happens called capsulitis. Like... 
You've heard of frozen shoulder. Well, essentially, when you're immobilized for a period of time, like six or seven, eight weeks, if it's certain kind of fractures and if there's been surgery, then in fact, you end up with the same kind of thing that causes frozen shoulder, but it's in those little joints of the ankle. So what happens is you don't have that same motion and you think, well, I just broke the bone. Why can't I move my ankle? Well, that joint has essentially started to uh, get scarred up as well from not moving. And so it's very important that you go full range of motion back because you can't have strength around a joint without having the full range of motion. Sorry, you can't have optimal strength around a joint without having full range of motion. And so you need to mobilize it. And so one of the first things people are told to do when they come out is ankle alphabet. Elevate the foot and do the alphabet with the foot. It works really well. We we still tell people to do it because it goes through most of the motions. And I actually tell people to do it without looking at your foot because now you're using what's (laughs) called proprioception. Your brain has to know what your foot's doing in order to do that. So don't just stare at it and do the alphabet and go, yeah, I know my alphabet. (laughs) Sit back, close your eyes, do something else watch, I don't know, Netflix or something like that and do it without paying attention. And by elevating it, you're also helping with the swelling process because while you've been in the cast, your foot's been dependent, but it's also had some compression. It's basically helped it. When you come out of that cast, one of the normal things to happen is the foot will start to swell because you're starting to use Mm -hmm. muscles and you're using tissues and applying pressure to them that wasn't there before. So elevating it and doing an ankle alphabet like that helps with gravity. That active contraction of the muscle helps to push that swelling up towards your groin, which is where the dispensary for all that swelling is. Okay, I know. wow. Whoa. Isn't that something else? So, okay, Whoa. so, but there's more to just doing the alphabet. What else can be done? Yeah, so you can start out, and when you're just first starting out with strengthening, it can start with something as simple as sitting down and raising your heels off the ground. So you're actually doing a calf raise without yeah. putting any weight on it. We would then progress that to standing and putting two feet and doing a calf raise. You can do what we call isometrics early on, and it doesn't, it's not going to risk injuring or damaging or causing more swelling. And what that means is you're moving, you're, you're resisting the tissues without moving the joint through space and so for instance you might put the your the your two toes your big toes together Mm -hmm. and push them against one another and there's no actual movement in the ankle but you're resisting them and you're working muscles on the inside of your shins do it right now as you can absolutely you can and then you can cross your legs over so the outside of your feet are pushing against one another and that's working those outer muscles that i talk i called the perineals and so there's lots of ways to start with this stuff one of the best ways uh, you'll hear me say this about most injuries when you come out of a cast and if you've had surgery make sure that your your uh, incision is healed and that there's no scabs but getting in water and getting Mm. in a pool because you get hydrostatic pressure which helps with swelling the pressure prevents swelling you get resistance of the water and you get buoyancy so you get some help but resistance at the same time so you can get the ankle moving you know, a much sooner and with less pain and start exercise a lot earlier using something like a pool. Grant, I alluded to it uh, just before we went to break that I think a lot of folks think, oh, okay, well, it's not doing too bad. I'm just going to keep moving on and, you know, maybe uh, say give up on physio, but stop doing physio, stop doing their exercises. Right. Uh, because I think, oh, it's not it's not too bad. Right. What's the dangers of that? Well, we see that often because what happens is we start them with some simple exercises like I just told you guys all on the radio. So, yes, you start doing that. It start, you can 
can walk better, you're no longer limping perhaps, the swelling's gone down so it feels better, and you think, I'm fine. But you know, there's a progression from there. That's just the very foundation. That's the beginning. One, we want to make sure you've got full range of motion and sometimes that takes a little bit of time. Number two, you have to progress the exercises. You need to get stronger. The other ankle is strong. It's had a lifetime of basically pushing your body around and playing sports and jumping and all of those things. You can't just reintroduce them without there being potentially Mm -hmm, some consequences. mm -hmm. So people will say, oh, just go back to it, or I'll just go back to it. And then guess what? We're dealing with other issues sometimes. So rehab's important. You know, I'm not on the show uh, just for fun. I do want people to make sure that they are taking these things as far as they can and making sure that they've got the best... But uh, you can just put a splint on it or put a wrap on it. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah, yeah. How's that work for you? (laughs) Or pull that ankle sleeve and go start playing football because I came out of my cast. And, you know, next thing you know, now we're we're treating something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and what I alluded to earlier is really important too. There's more to it than just the ankle because what you'll, you might find is it wasn't the ankle. It might be something else, a hamstring, a quad, yeah. something because it, it hasn't had that chance. Those muscle fibers haven't had a chance to fire. The joint hasn't been challenged in the same way. So going back and playing right away without taking the necessary steps can lead to other injuries down the road. Rapid fire, Grant. Okay, right, we only we have go. two minutes. Here okay, uh, when you're in an air cast, does airplane travel become compromised? and what's the best thing to do? Okay, so, you know, when you've got an injury with a lot of swelling, it's really important to travel when you've got something like that to be able to do keep your foot moving to some extent. And so an air cast is kind of nice because, believe it or not, you can slip out of it and just do a little bit of movement with your foot because the risk is with a lot a trauma like that, you can develop clots. Clots in the calf are not a good thing. I don't want to scare anybody, yeah. but certainly it's something that you need to consider. It's always amazing when you're coming back from a trip seeing how many uh, people have been injured. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it right? Is it that? happened on the last one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, someone uh, wanted to know, it says, uh, this is Doug, says, my right ankle rolls to the right. New shoes seem to be the only help. And then that throws the whole right side off. Would exercise help? Yeah. So what can happen if, so if the right ankle's rolling outwards, then we, we may have an issue with what we call a, that proprioception I was talking about. If it rolls inwards or it's flattening out, there's a weakness, a very likely can be a weakness of a tendon that actually supports the arch called tibialis posterior. So we would want to have a look at that ankle see why in fact it's doing what you're suggesting and we can correct that with exercise many times. Absolutely so much that you uh, can get done. If you have a question for Grant you can go to leadingedgephysio.com Dot com. Dot com and click on the uh, Ask the Physio link. You can check it out. There's uh, all sorts of blogs on there as well. Lots of great information. Thank yeah. you for this. Hey, my pleasure. And hopefully nobody out there does suffer <laughs> a fractured ankle. No. So you know what? And I always say it. The fir- the key is proper footwear is very important. Uh. Taking care outside if you are on those slippery surfaces. Paying attention. But if it happens... Before we go, like all of those things that you mentioned, should we be doing them on our own just as everyday human beings? Generally speaking, I suggest a good strengthening uh, regime for everybody is important, and that includes the ankles, okay. which is the last thing people think about. They want the beach body, you know, even the quads. But, you know, the nice thing about doing something like squats or lunges, I know they sound boring, but they involve the ankles. So, they so hurt. Y- yes, absolutely. <laughs> but they're important. So don't just be an upper body person in the gym. Stay active being on it and being getting moving and resistance is an important integral part of living a healthy life. Grant Fedorik once again from Leading Edge Physiotherapy, leadingedgephysio.com for more info.